welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kant, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And my mission is to help sensitive souls harness their superpowers, express their soul's mission, and bring light and love to the world in the process. And, of course, create a life of joy, you know, prosperity, good relationships. Um, and, you know, if you need some help with that, um, we have at least a free gift for you if you haven't already uh, downloaded my energy clearing spray, my clearing objection spray formula it's called, and you can get that at lightwarriorsupport.com. Now today is a very special episode. I am here solo uh, doing the show today, and our topic is discovering your superpowers, discovering your sensitivity superpowers. So here's what I see as a uh, you know intuitive uh, energy healer, doctor of light medicine. Over the years, having Gosh, had thousands of patients, uh, now over about 4,500 energy healing light medicine sessions with individuals, individual sessions. I've seen this amazing pattern among us. There are so many people out there, children, adults alike, that are sensitive. And there are more people becoming, transforming into sensitive and let many more children being born that are born sensitive then unfortunately if they don't know that they are highly sensitive then that means that they don't even know these sensitivities are their gifts and superpowers and they can then suffer from them so we're seeing a greater and greater number of people being diagnosed with for example ADD or uh, attention deficit disorder um, we have a greater number of people being diagnosed with autoimmunity. And what people don't understand is it's not just about the physical. It's not just about genetically modified foods, having leaky gut, causing autoimmunity, and being stressed. No, but part of that stress is that sensitive souls feel so deeply on many different levels, including those that are not commonly measured by Western medicine or even functional medicine. So we're talking the energetic level. We're talking the spiritual level. So if you are having autoimmunity, it's possible you're having autoimmunity because energetically you're feeling something that doesn't feel good to you. It's not even necessarily a physical thing. So we're seeing all these people being put on medications for autoimmunity, for ADHD, for chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and all these chronic pain disorders that don't seem to get better with regular medicine, those tend to be our sensitive souls. And what's really, really important is that if you're born sensitive, if you're developing, you know, sensitivity, (laughs) more likely than not, you have some sort of role and mission, at least from my perspective, you have some sort of role or mission in this timeline to make a world a better place through your sensitivity, using that, harnessing that, honing that as a superpower. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So I welcome everyone, sensitive soul or non-sensitive soul. It doesn't really matter. The label doesn't matter, but you're here today, and I'm so appreciative of you. A little later, we'll be doing some mini healings. Uh, or many readings, rather, and we'll be um, measuring um, some specific things about how well you're able to um, harness your sensitivity as a superpower, what your gift levels are like. Um, so it'll depend on who's on the call today, and the source will 
help us, of course, uh, choose the people that are for the highest and greatest good for us to work on today. What's really neat, though, is whatever we work on, whatever we do, we're going to be doing a group healing process, a group meditation at the very end, which is going to help you start doing that, you know, that harnessing, honing, um, that and uh, that superpower, those sets of superpowers of yours. So stay tuned for that. So I think this is going to be beneficial for anyone that really wants to use their gifts at the highest level. So what we're going to cover today are a number of things. First thing, we're going to cover what the top mistakes are that sensitive souls make that are preventing them from tapping into their superpowers. Uh, number two, what we're going to be working on is, um, you know, what are the different kinds of superpowers? Like how do we categorize that? How do we know what they are for us? What does it look like? What does it feel like to have these superpowers? Number three, I'm going to give you some examples of, of how we can use our superpowers in the real world to make differences and changes in the real world. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, number four, we're going to be doing these mini readings like we talked about, and we're going to be checking you know, how balanced um, are your different spiritual powers um, and some other things I won't reveal right now what we're going to be doing many readings on. And then for the group healing, uh, I'm going to be talking about and sharing with you the one method that I am using every day in order to heal and change my reality on autopilot. Yeah, you heard that, autopilot. Okay, and that also includes whatever intention, positive intention you want to make to not only discover what your superpowers are, but really harness them to make your life and other people's lives better doing your mission. Super excited about that. So the number to call in if you would like a mini reading is 818-514-1190 and hit 1 on your dial pad so we know your hand's up. Again, it's 818-514-1190 and hit 1. So we'll be uh, picking and choosing folks uh, later. I'm also going to see if we can um, put the chat on. Sometimes it's a little bit funny. Sometimes it comes on, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Looks like it's logging in. Okay, good. So if you're on the link and you are listening to the show live, you can actually put um, your question or your name you know, in the chat uh, for that mini reading or any other question related to what we talk about today. So, all right, so let's get started. We, I see folks on the line with hands up. Awesome, guys. Uh, so excited. All right. Now, you may want to take notes. <laughs> We're going to cover a lot of ground today, and hopefully it will be groundbreaking for you, uh, what we're going to reveal today. I'm so excited to, to share this material with you. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the top mistakes that sensitive souls make that are preventing them from really tapping into and utilizing their superpowers. Okay, so here we go. Number one, a lot of sensitive souls do not realize that the symptoms that they are having, especially physical, emotional symptoms that they're having, are related to the exact gifts which are part of their superpowers and that these symptoms are due to the gifts and these superpowers being unmanaged, unmanaged. And the, the, the second part of that mistake is that so many sensitive souls that I hear, and I you know, talk to so many thousands of people, is they want more spiritual gifts, right? So they, they're saying to me, I want to be more claircognizant. I want to be 
you know, more clairknowing. That's what claircognizant is. I want to be more clairvoyant. I want to be more clairaudient. I want to just tap into my intuition so well that I will know the path to take without making as many mistakes. You know, I want to be able to amplify my healing power so I can do some amazing healing work, like what I call Jesus-type work, right? <laughs> some people say, I want to heal like Jesus. I'm like, I'm with you, you know, sister. Woo! So the second part of this mistake is not realizing that as we go through this um, energetic expansion or spiritual expansion or ascension process, many people call it ascension process, that these gifts, these superpowers, actually automatically expand for you and for everyone, actually, <laughs> unless they are purposefully resisting it, which some, yeah, there are a few that maybe do, but, but they automatically expand. So you do not necessarily have to wish for these gifts to be greater. What you want to focus on is how to harness what you already have. So that comes, this uh, reminds me of an analogy. So, um, so there is a, a dad and a little three-year-old that go into an ice cream shop, and dad says, well, honey, what would you like to get? And she says, oh, I want the blueberry blossom, you know, ice cream cone. So he gets her a scoop of blueberry ice cream on this ice cream cone. They walk out, and she's looking at licking it. She's holding on to it. And then, boom, she lets go of it. It falls down. It's ruined. She starts crying. She's just, she just let go of that ice cream cone, right? So being a loving parent, Right? He's like, Okay, well let's go back to let's go back to the you know, store and let's get you another ice cream cone and this time you're gonna hold on to it really tight, right? She's like, Yes, 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 I will, right? So they go back to the ice cream store and she sees a poster for the triple decker. Oh <gasps> Daddy, Daddy, I want the I want that, I want that. What is that? Well daddy's like, Well that's the triple decker. There's three scoops of ice cream on that ice cream cone. She goes, Oh daddy, I want that, oh, I want that, I want blueberry, I want strawberry, I want chocolate, you know. So what does a loving and responsible parent do in that? Do you give her the triple-decker? Or <laughs> do you give her the single cone? Now, there are some parents out there who are like, oh, my God, okay, sure, right? And they'll just go ahead and give you the triple-decker. But a responsible parent would realize that the three-year-old cannot manage what they already have, the gift. Are you getting this? The gift they already have. So a responsible parent would say, honey, when we, you know, let's do one, one scoop this time. Let's see how you do. Remember, you got to hold on really tight. And maybe when you get a little older, we can practice, you know, then maybe we can do bigger scoops or more scoops or something like that, right? So, so if you are not managing your spiritual gifts well, then it's going to be really hard for the universe to give you even more than the ascension process is already giving you because you can't manage what you already have, right? So responsible universe says, well, you can't manage what you have. Same thing with money, right? If you can't manage the money you already have, why should you get any more? You can't manage that $5 that you have, right? <laughs> this is a hard lesson for me, let me tell you. <laughs> okay, so that is one top mistake. Okay, let me reiterate that. Um, you don't realize that your symptoms are often caused by unmanaged gifts or your superpowers. And the second part of that is that you don't realize that your wish to have greater superpowers has already been answered and that you're just not 
managing these gifts. And that's the issue. So what is the second top mistake that sensitive souls make, preventing them from tapping into their superpowers? Well, I would say it would be not having a reliable way, reliable way of training these superpowers, you know, these gifts. It's like you're like, I want more gifts, I want more gifts, I want more gifts. And you have an idea of what you want to be able to accomplish, right? You want to be able to manifest this and that and healing and intuition. You know what you want, that, that outcome, right, that you want. But you don't know how to get there. It's sort of like, you know, giving a baby Harry Potter's wand or, or Professor Dumbledore's wand if you're a Harry Potter fan because you know that's one of the most, you know, powerful wands in the universe, right? So you give them this magic wand, and you just give it to the baby, and that's it, and that's all you do. And so what does the baby do? Well, it waves the wand around and maybe manifests a frog here and there, right? (laughs) But is it really going to be able to create magic in a way that makes sense? Well, not really because it hasn't been trained. So the baby has to grow up, has to mature. And then what, what do they do in, in Harry Potter, the movie? They go to school. They go to Hogwarts school to learn how. So remember, at the very beginning of the movie, if you're a fan, they get their wand pretty quickly, right, before they even go to school. They get their gift before they go to school. Then they go to school, and then they train it. And guess what? They make mistakes, but they have a trainer, right? They have a trainer. They have teachers that, will show, that have been there before that show them how to use their gifts. So that is a big mistake that a lot of sensitive souls make is that they want all these gifts, but they don't have a reliable, consistent way of training these gifts. So they're all over the place, all over the place. So what's mistake number three? Oh, this is a biggie, so write this down. (laughs) The biggest, maybe the biggest mistake we all make, not just sensitive souls, preventing us from tapping into our superpowers and having reliable access to them is, Drum roll. <laughs> Absolutely necessary. We need to be able to manage our state of being at will. In other words, if I snap my fingers now, boom, and I say, go into your ideal state of being, like go into zero point, boom. Ideally, you'd be like, I got it. I'm there. You get up your eyes open, and you're there. You could have just, you could have just been fighting with your dog or something, okay? And if I say, boom, get there, you're like, boom, I'm here. Thank you. I feel calm. I feel peaceful. There's nothing bothering me right now, you know? Like that oh, that ability, and, and, you know, that's not even, all. we all have that ability. Everyone has access to that ability. I don't care how entrenched you are in terminal or whatever, you have access to that ability. It's just a lack of practice to get to that state. If you manage your state of being, you get to auto-heal, and these gifts, you know, you will start to automatically start managing these to some extent. Now, of course, I would love you to train, you know, more specifically so you can do cool stuff, right, with these gifts. So, again, top three mistakes. Number one, you don't realize your symptoms are unmanaged gifts and that you're asking for more gifts, but you can't manage what you already have. (laughs) Uh, Number two, you don't have a reliable way of um, training your gifts. And number three, you're not managing your state of being, and that is your greatest power right there to be able to, to really wield your gifts 
with great precision and great power. Okay, so now we're going to go to topic number two, which is what are the kinds of superpowers we have, right? What are the kinds of superpowers we have? And by the way, if you are just joining us for the show, we're talking about discovering your superpowers, how sensitive souls can discover their superpowers and make a bigger difference in their lives and the lives of others. So the guest call-in number, if you want to ask a question later on or you want a mini-reading on your superpowers, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1, so I know your hand's up. 818-514-1190. And I also have the chat going on. So that should, um, I think it's working, <laughs> so you can also put your questions there as well. Okay, so the second thing for the agenda today on the radio show is what kinds of superpowers are there out there? So I like to divide the superpowers into two types. I, I like simplifying things down, distilling things down so people can remember. So I'm going to outline two major categories. Okay. One kind of superpower is reading, and the other is sending. I know this is very simplistic, but just bear with me here. Let me explain. <laughs> so one of the superpowers is reading. So that is sensing and reading and getting information that is otherwise not available to your everyday five senses. Okay, got that? So reading, okay, is be able to sense and interpret. Okay, that's the biggie. There's one thing to sense it, but it's nothing to interpret it. So to reading skill or superpower is sensing and interpreting, or what I also call discerning or discernment, of the energies to get information that you need or want in order to make a difference in your life or the life of someone else. The second kind of superpower we're talking about is sending. Now, I know, again, very simplistic, but... But what it means is like how can we project, or projecting would be another way of saying it, projecting our healing powers, our manifesting powers, really harnessing that to change reality so we can help someone heal on the other side of the world without being next to them. How can we manifest a future reality that has not quote-unquote happened yet in our timeline, but we seed that future reality and the now, and that future reality manifests. That is very powerful stuff. So reading and sending, okay? Those are two very simplistic words to say what are the two major categories of superpowers we have. And, you know, you have six primary what I call the Claire's, okay? The students that have been with me for a while in the Light Warrior Network, you know, Light Warrior Support Group, uh, they have heard me talk about these. Uh, in the telesummits and the radio shows on the blog, et cetera, or in the, in the programs that um, I have, is the six clairs. Like the Light Warrior Advanced Healing Program, we talked about the clairs. So what are the clairs? Well, the clairs are a type of um, superpower. Uh, generally, they are the reading type of superpower, but I did want to mention them specifically today. So you can have a sense of, oh, I wonder which one's my dominant, because guess what? You probably do have one or two that is your dominant. Now, people are like, oh, I want to be good at all of them. I'm like, that's great. You know, it's good to want to do that. But sometimes just what your purpose is, your mission, you know, what you have to experience in this timeline, we don't have time to go into that detail about that stuff. But sometimes you'll have one more dominant than the other because that's what you've asked for. That's what's necessary for your soul mission in this timeline. Okay? So um, let's go through the six clairs. So 
The first everyone probably has heard of is clairvoyance. So clairvoyance is being able to see beyond what's uh, in front of our physical eyes. Now, some people can see ghosts and entities and spirits and colors and auras and all that kind of stuff with their seemingly their physical eyes, which is totally awesome. Uh, I've had a few spouts of that, but not consistent for me. But my inner vision is very strong. And sometimes they say when people have – now, I'm not sure this is true of everyone, okay, but I've heard – that if your outer vision is not that strong, that sometimes that develops your inner vision. So I know for myself, I've had all sorts of physical eye issues growing up, very, very myopic, having to wear thick glasses, you know, so on and so forth. So because I can't see without my glasses on reliably, my inner vision is much stronger than my outer vision. So the inner vision is the images that pop up in your head when you're paying attention when you're in stillness, when you're managing your state of being. And that gives you a lot of what we call intuitive information. So intuition is part of that reading, part of those clairs. So clairvoyance, inner seeing or outer seeing, you know, intuitive information. What's another clair? Clairsentience. This is probably the most dominant clair of sensitive souls that most sensitive souls have as their dominant one. And that is the body, feeling the body. And that's why so many sensitive souls have body issues. They burn out. They have anxiety. Uh, very, very common. Um, they, their adrenals uh, are, you know, freaking out, right? They're in fight or flight. Uh, they have pain, chronic pain, exhaustion. So, so common among us sensitive souls. Because the clairsentience means that you're able to feel, feel in your body what's going on in other intuitive information. Now, if you're feeling the ails of Mother Earth, what's going on with Mother Earth, or the fight in wherever, Afghanistan or whatever, right? Or if you're feeling the next, you know, man-made or man-amplified hurricane coming on, guess what? That's pretty overwhelming for your body, isn't it? If you don't have a way of discerning my stuff, not my stuff, right? That can cause a lot of problems in your body because your body will manifest that if you don't manage that sensitivity, so clairsentience is a biggie for us. And I work with my clairsentience every day pretty much, okay, because it's that sensitive. Like I can – like, for example, I had intolerance to coconut for a while. This was years ago. but And I was like, oh, for heaven's sakes, you know, it's so – it's organic and, you know, all this stuff, right? So I thought, okay, so I'm going to check whatever coconut that I was having a reaction to. And the light score was not that great. I was really shocked. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't 100%, let's put it that way. And then I thought, okay, so so what am I reacting to? Is it actually the, the physical component of the coconut? No, it was not. So I said, was, it, was I reacting to an energy that's associated with this coconut? Yes. Okay, invisible stuff, right? So it turns out, long story short, that I was reacting to a curse that was put on the land growing the coconut over 200 years ago for that particular company. It wasn't even the company's fault. I mean, that's just where they're harvesting the coconuts. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I could sense that in my body. That's that clairsentience being so powerful. So in order to not be sensitive to coconuts anymore, I actually had to heal the curse. Okay, in my case, I healed the curse from that company that, you know, whatever, and then I was able to tolerate that. So, you know, I've put in many different things in place so that I'm at that level where I don't have to do that for every single thing that I eat. But, of course, blessing your food and having that intention uh, really, really helps, right? So you don't, you're not as sensitive and reactive. 
So, okay, so that's clairsentience. So we've got uh, clairvoyance, clairsentience. So clairaudience, uh, a lot of sensitive souls, suddenly sometimes uh, this one comes up and it's very disturbing when that happens. Um, and that is um, hearing. Clairaudience is hearing things that other people generally can't hear and not common, you know, commonly heard. So that you could be hearing your guides, hearing uh, your guardian angels, and unfortunately, you can also hear entities and ghosts sometimes and not even sure which is which because some of the so-called evil entities will try to trick you sometimes by saying they are your guide and they will give a nice fancy name and make you feel all nice and warm and fuzzy because you don't have that discernment yet. And yes, it's possible for them to do that. <laughs> so we actually have in Topican Healing, which is the healing modality that I teach and train, uh, we actually have uh, a whole protocol, you know, to what we call a God team upgrade, where we um, discern if there's any so-called God team or spirit team, uh, so-called guardian angels, which are not 100% truth, love, and light, and we uh, heal and remove those permanently, and then we get you a new God team or upgrade your God team. Anyway, there's a whole protocol for that. So their audience has been very troublesome for a lot of my clients and patients because they are so enamored with the thought that, oh, my gosh, I can hear my guides now. Yeah, this is so awesome, right, that they could become really attached to it and they stop discerning. And sometimes the universe will give you those stressors so you will learn that, well, sometimes painful lesson of discernment. <laughs> and sometimes I know because, well, of course, I have my way of being able to discern, right, that I teach. Um, but sometimes, they'll, you know, the, the guides will say the, the funniest things. Like, I think it's hilarious, right? Like, you know, one of the guides said to one of my patients, you need antibiotics. And I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound like a high-end, high-ascended master kind of thing to say, right? <laughs> we got a light score of that guy to 70-something. Well, not terrible, but not great either, you know, <laughs> maybe well-intentioned. But there was a lot of other things that this person didn't know, this so-called guide did not know. So that clear audience, you have to be a little bit careful and even more discerning if you have that ability to hear um, what it is, because sometimes it's not your stuff you're healing, hearing, and sometimes it's somebody else's guide or somebody else's thoughts or whatever that you're hearing, okay? So you have to be really careful. So what else is there? There's clairgustience, which is taste. Uh, so some people will be very attuned to taste. Like they can taste like, you know, um, something and be like, oh, that is bad, right? Like I've had many times where my mom's really good at this. She'll she'll taste nuts or something, and she'll oh she'll say to my dad, that this is uh bad, and he's like, no it's not. And she's like, yes it is. And he's like, no it's not. And there'd be an argument, right? And she goes, I can sense it. This you know these nuts are bad or this milk is bad, right? My dad cannot taste it, cannot sense it, right? So my mom knows, and of course she's very clairsentient. So the minute she you know touches her mouth, she starts to get a stomach cramp, right? <laughs> So that taste, uh, now, not as practical as some of the other clairs. Now, uh, there's also clair essence, so smell. So you know that, that, that saying, something smells fishy here. That is intuition, saying there's something that doesn't smell right here. And there have been many a times, now this is not necessarily one that I notice that often, but uh, when I do it's pretty funny. Like there are times where this is before we put up the uh, the, the boundaries that uh, any ghosts needing clearing, healing, whatever, if they want to have my help, they cannot do it. You do it uh, except within certain you know working hours. And now we have an auto-heal vortex that, that heals them, so I don't have to deal with them one-on-one. It's sort of like having an assistant. 
Anyway, so we at the time years ago, we had to sit and get dinner uh, with my husband, my husband and I, and I would I would suddenly get this whiff of body over, like horrible, you know, drunk man body over, and I'm like, honey, you stink, and he looks at me like shyly, he's like, I took a shower, you know, he's smelling his underarms, and you know, and then I and I thought, huh, that whiff came and went, and I thought, and I go to and I put my nose on him, and I, you know, smell my husband, I'm like, oh. It's not you. <laughs> right? He's like, well, what the heck, right? I'm like, okay. So then I go to my thing and I do my thing and I do testing and I'm like, oh, it's a ghost. Okay, so it's this drunk guy, right, with entities attached and we need to release the entities so he can cross over and so forth. And we did our, you know, duty for the, our good Samaritan duty for that day. But, but uh, you know, this has happened for little kids as well. There's a story about kindergartners or I think they're primary school actually. Um, one of my patients, uh, she does some um, um, volunteering, you know, and I guess one of the little kids um, said to another little kid, uh, a little girl said to another little boy, you stink, you know, and of course they're all shocked, you know, the, the adults are shocked, like, oh, honey, don't say that, don't say that, that's mean, that's, you know, and I said, huh, that's interesting. I said to my patient, um, has that little boy that, that she said stunk, has he been acting funny lately? She goes, yeah, you know what, now that you come down to say, yeah, he has. He's been kind of like doing kind of violent things like out of the blue. Like he's just such a sweet little boy, but then all of a sudden he'll just turn and do something nasty. And we don't know what's going on with him, right? And I'm like, eh, let me check, right? So sure enough, he had a ghost attached to him. And, um, and that's what the little girl was smelling, was that ghost. So we released the ghost from this little boy, and my patient, the next time I talked to her, I said, so have you been to that class? Yes. I said, well, we released that entity from the, this little kid. Have you had any more problems with him? She says, actually, no. He's been really good. Yeah, absolutely no problems. <laughs> okay, so that's an example of, you know, the clairaudience. Okay, so let me count. we got clairvoyance, clairsentience, right? Claire, sorry, that was clairessence. Uh, we have clairaudience, which is hearing, clairgustience, uh, which is taste. We got um, clairessence, which is a smell, right? The last one, claircognizance. Now, this is the one that everyone wants at high levels, fully tuned and reliable. This is just knowing, knowing. You just know something. And here's the cool thing. People are like, oh, I'm getting really anxious about this trip. I have an intuition something bad's going to happen. Guess what? That's not intuition. Mm-mm. Nope. That generally is not clear knowing. Clear knowing comes very matter of factly. And oftentimes it spurs you to action, natural action, that you don't even know why you're doing something. You just feel like doing it and you just do it and end of story. Sometimes we, cause, uh, we, we make stories why we're doing what we're doing. So my, one of my first intuition teachers, Laura Day, author of The Circle, and practical intuition. She's in New York City. So she's in New York City, and uh, many years ago, um, she uh, probably around 2009, I would guess, she started just knowing that she had to collect water bottles, blankets, and, and gas masks. I was like, she, you know, and her, her partner at the time was like, what are you doing? And she was like, you know, I just have this feeling that uh, we need these. He's like, blankets, water, and gas masks? And she's like, yep, yep, I just have an intuitive hit that we need to collect these. So her mind starts making up things like 
hmm, I wonder why we need that, right? So her mind's telling her, well, we might have an earthquake here or a tornado. or You know, her mind is trying to fill in the gaps of why she knew that she had to do that. So what happens, right, a year later? 9-11 happens, and she's down the road. And guess who is handing out gas masks, water, blankets? Laura Day. So she knew that's what she had to do. That's Claire knowing. She didn't know why. She just did it. So just remember, if you have an anxiety-provoking thought, sometimes it's not true intuition, not true clairknowing. There's some ego or some other, you know, leading energy causing the anxiety piece. Now, of course, if you know something and then you aren't controlling, you know, your reactions, yeah, you could, of course, have a secondary reaction to that. But generally speaking, your clear knowing is not anxiety. Okay, so those are the six clairs. Uh, we're going to give you some examples now. Uh, so the third thing we're doing today is giving you some examples of how you can use your superpowers in everyday life. It's so powerful. Now, these are some of the things we are going to be training you to do at the Light Warrior Training Camp in September at the Omega Institute. If you want to, uh, I'd love to meet you in person, so would love to have you register for that. Uh, right now our um, description page is almost ready, should be ready later on this week. But in the meantime, you can go to lightwarriortrainingcamp.com uh, and just take a look at what they have at the Omega Institute site because you have to register directly with them. Okay, But what we're going to be training is what I call environment magic or, or Topican Healing Environment Magic. So this is being able to use your superpowers to manipulate in a positive way your environment for the benefit of yourself and others. Now, keep in mind that this is when allowed by source, when it's for the highest good. Sometimes you can't change things that are not for the highest good. Makes sense, right? So we're going to cover uh, multiple different types of environment magic and train you and do that. Uh, we're going to train you in weather magic. Okay, and, and the cool thing about doing it in person, which is really neat, is that we are going to challenge you, okay, live there so that you'll be able to hold that frequency and vision uh, when we're challenging you. So it's super fun and hilarious, actually, uh, sometimes. So weather magic, change the weather, alter the weather based on what's the highest grade is good. So uh, we've already done this online multiple times. We've had our Light Warrior Sensitive Soul students you know, uh, change the path of hurricanes, stop hurricanes even, dissipate hurricanes, change tornadoes, the tornadoes go around them, you know, like whatever, you know, like, you know, decrease, um, you know, uh, or increase, uh, decrease winds so that, you know, the firefighters can get to a certain fire, you know, change the direction of the wind, all sorts of stuff. I can't even tell you so many things. So weather magic, right, to be able to, influence the weather. Now, I don't know how many other spiritual energy teachers out there are teaching how to influence the weather. I don't think there's many, okay, but we are going to, and you can do this. So the other thing we're going to work on is traffic magic. You can imagine what that means. <laughs> and transmutational bubble magic, which is going to, I'm going to be teaching you how, so say you have someone or someone in your life or in the life of your clients, if you're an energy healer, that is really harmful to others and you do not have permission to heal that person what can you do what can you do to save or heal or help your clients so they do not uh, so they are not harmed by this negative energy but for whatever reason that person has to have that negative energy attached to them okay 
We're going to show you how to do transmutational bubble magic. This is high-level stuff. This is stuff we're teaching in level two for my Topican level two uh, practitioner certification. They're going to be learning this in the near future in their training program. So we're going to teach you how to do that. Um, something I call intuitive impressioning. Intuitive impressioning. So it's a technique in which you feel into search situation, people, places, and things. You get intuitive information. We teach you how to do that in, in your body um, so that you can make a difference. And, and we, it's really neat. Um, I'm going to teach you some higher level stuff than I've ever taught before in past events. Uh, but I have an example. One of my uh, former patients, um, she was having trouble uh, with a really nasty divorce. And I said to her, you know, you being in resistance, and stress is not helping. So we did help her with that piece first um, to remove the resistance and that kind of thing. But uh, I actually spoke, taught her how to do it. I'm not sure she really got it, but we're going to teach you guys how to do it. Uh, how to speak to someone. Uh, I call it transformational telepathy. How to speak to that person that you have a conflict or issue with in a way in which they get that message. And what's fascinating is I asked her, I said, what do you want out of this? She was, well, I wanted to stop, you know, being a pain in my butt, okay, but I also want the house. And I said, I don't really care about the rough. Like, he would owe me tons of money if we went to court. I just, I don't want to go to court. I don't want to, you know, do this thing, right? I said, you need to be clear on what you want. I said, you just want the house. You're sure, right? And she's like, yep, that's what I asked him for. I'm like, okay, because you can get more if you went to court. She's like, I don't want to do it in court. I'm like, fine, fine, fine. So we did this thing, you know, we did this transformational telepathy. And once you know it, comes around the court date, they don't show up. The other party doesn't show up, doesn't show up, doesn't show up. Finally, they run in late, and they go, we want to settle out of court. You can have the house. And she's just like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, like, this just happened, really? And then she said to me, gee, I could have gotten much more if we went to court. And I'm like, what? I told you to tell me exactly what you wanted. <laughs> anyway, she's like, no, no, it's good, it's good, good. I'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs> you know? But we're going to you know, show you how to do this, this really powerful stuff. Um, and here's the thing. Your bridge to claircognizance, direct knowing, you need some sort of bridge. If you do not have most of us, okay, are not automatically trained in this. This is not something that we know necessarily how to do in a human body when we are first born. So we need a bridge to get from, uh, I don't know what superpowers I have or what I'm supposed to do with it or how to wield them, to how do I get reliable information and be so practiced in that arena that it starts to come, starts to come, and starts to come. So it's sort of like you, you know, training with that wand, right? You know, you become a, you know, a baby, and then you go to kindergarten, and then you go to high school, right? And you get pretty good at it, right? And then, and then it's like second nature. This is like you driving from home to work when you first, you know, tried to drive to work for the first time. You might not have known the path. So you were a little careful. You had to go right turn, left turn. Where, you know, where, where am I going? You know, and then once you get really used to it, it's automatic, right? You can probably think about other things, like your laundry list of things to do while you're driving right now, right? <laughs> because you're so used to it. So the bridge to claircognizance is a skill set that I call divine muscle testing. So it's a way to use uh, muscle testing. You can also use the pendulum. That's called divine dowsing. Okay. Now in this case, uh, I have found that there's an eight-point checklist an eight-point checklist to get you as accurate, divinely accurate, in alignment with the divine truth as much as possible. Nothing 100%, but I found there's eight things that you need to check, 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 check to get the most divine, truthful answers. 
And one of them I literally discovered two weeks ago, which I'll share in a separate video. But anyway, um, but we are going to be doing that uh, at the event as well. So if you do not have a method of divine muscle testing that's reliable, the second stage, uh, of, the first stage, of course, is to, to get that skill set to bridge Claire, you know, all your other Claire's to Claire knowing. So you just know the answer in the future automatically. And as you get good at divine muscle testing, this will start coming up. And then, of course, the kind of answers and questions that you ask is very important. So, again, I would love to see you live, you know, so we can train this stuff. Not only are you going to be training your reading skills, you are going to be training your sending skills. Yeah. So your sending skills, so manipulating weather, um, doing healing. In fact, you're gonna, we're going to do a, a technique called healing by proxy prop, where you're going to combine your clairsentience Okay, you're going to practice your clairsentience with that sending at the same time in this particular process, healing by proxy prop, to do a healing on another person without being there physically, without even touching them with your hand. So, cool stuff. All right, so again, lightwarriortrainingcamp.com, and uh, you can register. And people, actually, people that registered before July 30th um, are definitely going to get a bonus. So the bonus is the Discover Your Superpowers master classes. There's going to be one master class before the event. Um, it's going to, uh, we're going to give people the time to register uh, before the end of uh, July. And in August, before the event, you're going to have class one of the three master classes in Discover Your Superpowers. Okay, we're going to do some healing work. We're going to do some mini healing, you know, mini reading work, stuff like that, see where people are at to get you all set for the event. After the event's happened, you are going to get two other Discover Your Superpowers master classes. So we integrate the things that we learn at the live event. So super humongous bonus. <laughs> you know, uh, I would say the value is at least $333 for that bonus. So that's going to be available to you if you register before July 30th. And all you've got to do is after you register, just email us your receipt so we know you registered and we'll get you started um, to make sure that you have the information for the classes coming up in August. And uh, yeah, that email support at karencan.com. So if you register at Omega you know, today, for example, you send the email to support at karencan.com, then we would put you on that mailing list to make sure that when that first master class comes out that you are live on that call. The other thing too, I'm giving away, I love giving away stuff. I love giving away stuff. So I actually created these um, Harness Your Superpowers pens. You might have seen it on Facebook as a stylist, and I really like how these pens write. So it's purple, of course, my favorite color. So it's a purple pen, and it says Harness Your Superpowers with my name on there, and that is a gift for everyone that comes, well, up to 100 people, <laughs> everyone that comes to Omega. When you show up, we're going to give you one of those pens. So that's my little from heart to heart gift to you. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to go to many healings now. So we are going to have you call in, 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand's up. Again, 818-514-1190, hit 1, or you can put your question in the chat. I'll be asking Source who to unmute or whose question to take. Um, our primary goal is going to be helping you measure your superpowers here, where you're at with it and what you need to do. And here's a really cool thing. Right at the very end of this um, show, I'm going to be sharing you the number one method that I have found that will really help you know, harness that superpower and so you start to auto-heal. And um, what's really neat 
is that when I'm going to talk about this is I'm going to be talking about habits, neural pathways, and energetic pathways and how you can optimize those. So even if you do not do anything else that we talk about today, okay, and you do this one thing, it will transform your life. Okay, so that will be in the future. But we're going to do many healings today. So, uh, so what we're going to be doing is uh, checking things like how balanced your players are, you know. Um, and one of the things that's really interesting with this whole state of being, you know, your, your state of being really makes a difference in terms of how well you manifest. So if you want me to check that as well, we can check what percentage of your waking time is in that state of zero-point creation where you're connected to the divine and you are consciously creating uh, the other thing we can check in is uh, how optimal or accurate is your muscle testing, um, how well managed your spiritual gifts are, and here's a good one. What percentage of your full potential, your superpower full potential, have you already developed, fully developed? Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> All right, so these are some of the questions we're going to be asking. I'm going to drink a little shake here. And uh, let's take a look at the folks on the call. So again, to call in 818-514-1190, hit 1 so we know where your hand is up, 818-514-1190. And then if you are on the chat, go ahead and put a question in the chat. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm just going to tune in here and um, do my little exercise, get tapped into divine truth love and light, and we're going to ask the source if the source could please pick and choose uh, who we're unmuting today for our mini reading. Okay, we're going to go to the phones first. Okay, let me take a look here. All right, top half, bottom half. Okay, we're going to start at the bottom. Okay, if, I, if you want a reading and um, you did not press 1, I will not know that your hand is up. So just FYI, we have a lot of people on the call. Okay, Okay. so the, I'm going to call out your area code, and um, then you can say hi and tell us your first name, and then um, choose you know, what kind of uh, mini reading you wanted related to your superpowers. All right, so area code 717. Who's this? Hi, Dr. Karen, it's Tina. Oh, hey, Tina. <laughs> you are hey. a consistent person on the show. It's amazing. It's amazing. I was Tina. just saying, it's been a while since I've been on because of so many things going on in my, with everybody else, my loved ones. <laughs> and it's really okay. hard. Well, you come on to the ones you need to come on, in, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So, what do you want to me- what do you want measured today? My superpowers, like I, I know that I have to be a healer because all my loved ones, with all their stuff, everything, I'm here to help them and myself. I don't know what it is. I like to have some kind of. I need a teacher. <laughs> I need help. Mm-hmm. I, I really okay. think I, I've been so, Dr. Karen's been in my radar forever. I need to find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Tina. I would just so I know it's you know challenging right now, but um, just because you know what the stuff you've told us previously on the shows, but I would yes. so love to meet you in person at my event. Oh my gosh, I would love. I, I so much want to too. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. Let me tap into source and 
see which superpower reading would be highest and greatest gift for you. Hey, give me a moment here. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, it's saying, or source is saying, we need to check for you what percentage of the time you are tapped into zero points. Okay. So let me just check. Uh, yeah, that's not, not exactly what you wanted, but let me just check in to see. Um, no, I wrote okay. that down. My first uh, question. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm still getting a no for some of the other things I want to ask. Uh, I just want to see, is there a different way of asking that so you get what you want to? Okay, so Source, <laughs> so Source is saying, okay, well, the reason that Source wants us to measure that in you is because that's the quickest, fastest, most efficient way to both hone, harness, and use your superpowers. Uh, so if you're okay with that, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that reading. Yes. Yes. Okay. So source is saying that if you can be in that certain state of being a certain percentage of the time during your waking hour, then this stuff will, even if you didn't do anything else, that this would start that process in a very powerful way for you to really access those superpowers and harness and hone them, especially the intuition. Because one of the things that happens is when you're in that place of pure awareness, some people call it zero points, some people call it the being state, some people call it stillness. When you're in that place, because uh, you're not really thinking per se, I mean, yes, you're using your it's mind. Come to and, you. and Right, you're, you're using your perception and mind you just know it. You uh, just in a disciplined know it, right. way. Yeah, right. the information starts to drop in, but not because we're forcing right. it. It just is. No, it just, just because it's You just there. have an insight, an idea. Yeah, so that's when your guidance comes in. So let's just check here. So are you fully able to access zero point? I'm getting a yes, 100% able to. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, good. That is what I've pretty much gotten for everyone. So we're able to do that. So how much during the waking time are you aware of or accessing this being state, zero point, et cetera? We'll say in the last week. Okay, 0.9% of the time. Okay, and this is being awake, correct? getting a yes. Now, most people, not, you know, spiritually necessary, disciplined, if you will, you know, doing meditation every day, will be less than 1%. And usually in the point zero something, okay? So you're not even that far down. So don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Wow. Okay. And uh, some people are very brave. Some people are very brave to have me test this and then because, you know, we're on a live radio show, right? It's like, you know, right, but this right. is not about ego. It's not about comparison. It's not ah. about good, bad, mind, bad, and you or anything like that. It's really about being able to be authentically honest and going, okay, at least I know where I am. It's sort of like setting the GPS of your car, right? If you don't know where you're going and you don't know where you How are, you the there? GPS <laughs> is like, uh, yeah, exactly, can't help you. You're not letting <laughs> me know your location and you're not letting me know where you want to go, right? Okay, so now we know our current location. Okay, so our current location is about 0.9% of the waking time. So now we're going to ask what percentage of the waking time would Tina need in order to auto-manifest everything she actually really wants and her true desires and is allowed to have. Let's start with uh, 20%. Usually it's less than that. Okay, more than 10. No, 10, 9. 10, 9. 9%. Okay. 
So almost everyone I've tested so far is between 9 and 10% of the waking time. So how many hours are you awake, do you think? Like, how, Well, we can calculate by how many hours do you sleep. What do you think? What is that? Let's calculate. I have a calculator in front of me. Well, lately I've been sleeping actually so, seven or eight or even more, but that's unusual. <laughs> okay, well, sleep well 24. Lately. So 24 hours minus, we'll say eight hours, so 1.6, right? All right, so, so sorry, 16, that's 16 hours times 9%. Oops, I did that wrong. <laughs> 16 <laughs> times, 9%. Okay, so it is one hour and 44 minutes. Now, here's the thing, Tina. It is more effective to be able to go into um, and that pure awareness while you are doing your other state, other types of stuff. Not to say that if you right. did an hour and 44 minutes straight of meditation, that wouldn't be helpful. Of course it would be helpful, but not as powerful of being able to at will, like in an instant, I say go, and Tina, you're like, I'm there, okay, mm-hmm. that quick. So then you can do it seconds at a time throughout the day. Now, I have my, a smartphone, so I have an app. Um, it's called the Mindfulness Bell app. The Mindfulness Bell app I have set to every hour, every half hour, depending on the day. Uh, and it will ring me to remind me, stillness. I'm like, oh, right, thanks. Yeah. You know? And then I'll go into that state of being. Now, I could be in the middle of writing a sales page. I could be in the middle of, you know, whatever, and it will remind mm-hmm. me, and, I, and I'm so well-practiced, I can just be there, boom. So that's the thing. It takes a little while to practice, but doing it multiple times a day even for one second, three seconds, one minute, three minutes. Three minutes is a long time. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's hard to hold the attention for three minutes straight. But uh-huh. if you can do that, so powerful, your goal for you is 9% of your waking time. That is when the magic happens. Now, honestly, am I there yet? Nope, I'm not. Uh, am I working on it? Yeah. And some days better than others. The days that I do healing work, much better because I'm already in that state of being at the same time that I'm doing healing because that amplifies my power and their power to heal as well and they get entrained to that energy when I'm in it. So I'll you know, get pretty close, you know, sometimes so during those days to that 9%. Like but you I'm saying that I'm doing I, paperwork, not so much. So you just said that I was 9%, well, like this last week I was at 9%, so what I was doing this past week You were week at point good. nine. Zero oh, okay. point nine. So we need to be at less nine. than one percent. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, no, that's okay. okay. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, yeah, I should have I repeated that. so basically, you need to do ten times more that, which actually is not bad. Like I said, most people are point zero something, like point zero yeah, well, nine or point zero seven. So you're at point nine is actually still pretty darn good. <laughs> now, oh, I was really when sick you know. No, and I'm that's sick the cool with thing. the cold and everything. So. You're sick. You're not sick. You're yeah, the only thing you need matter. to see is awake. That's the that's the okay. only thing that we're talking about. <laughs> I think I'm awake. When you're yeah, awake, yeah, okay. when you're asleep, you know that's a different story. When you're awake, right, right, I don't right. care what what you're doing, where you are, how your body feels. What it was harder, of course, than focus, but right. but that right. stillness is available to you at all times if you choose to perceive it. So in other words, just learn how to. This is important for everyone. Breathe. Is that what you're saying? Like slow down. Well, the way I teach it is through stoam. So stillness through observing internal movement. So for those 
folks, in case you don't know, and other folks. So you can get a free meditation that walks you through it. I mean, it walks you through long ways, right. of course, and then when you get good at it, you don't need me to, t- to walk you through it. But uh, if you get right. a smartphone and you have Pure Light Audio, that app, it's a free app, mm-hmm. you can download it free. It's called the Stoem, S-T-O-I-M, Meditation. And we're mm-hmm. going to actually be doing it today on the show. <laughs> That's the last okay. thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you can get that as a free download if you have a smartphone. And if you do not, you can actually read about it. Um, so you can practice it through reading about it at uh, karencan.com forward slash S-T-O-I-M. There's an article there, S-T-O-I-M. So Karen Can, you can go to the blog and even put in S-T-O-I-M, and you'll get the articles related to that. So there's many other different ways of going in it. I found that this, the my way and Frank Kinslow's way, uh, you can get his book, Secrets of Instant Healing. Okay, that's quantum entrainment is his technique. That either my technique or his technique is, I found anyway, for me, being so clairsentient in my body, is the fastest, quickest way to be in that state. Yeah, I think... And I love his book. I think I've my pretty body much bought every single book he has. I right, think I'm right. very yeah. So the reason I developed my body hurts so much. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. You're totally clairsentient. That's your dominant sense. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. And so I, I, I just noticed that uh, some of my students were having a little bit of difficulty with um, Frank Kinslow's way of getting in that doorway to stillness. So I just created a, another doorway, but it goes to the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't matter whose stuff you do as long as you get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Tina, we're going to have to go to the next person, but again, right. so thank you for being here. And yes, you too. Lots of love to you. Yeah, what I love about Tina is that um, she shows up. You know, Tina's, you know, maybe not has, maybe doesn't have the most money or, you know, doesn't have the most experience, it doesn't know the, you know, as much information, quote unquote, on holistic health as maybe some other people do or whatever. But Tina shows up. Not I mean, like she said, she hasn't shown up the last couple of times to the other um shows, but maybe they're not relevant to her, right? But she shows up for these kinds of shows. And uh and I really give her a lot of credit because she's she does her best to be positive, to look at the positive sides of things and to really give and be generous. And she doesn't give up hope and that is an amazing, an amazing thing. So anyway, all right, so let's go on. That's my little uh, blurb. Let me just take a drink of water. Okay, so let's take a look here. Are we going to the chat? No, okay, phones, yes, top half, yes. Okay, so I'm going to go to the top half of the phones here on the list and ask which one we are unmuting. Okay, this one. Okay, so let me just write down the area code here. Okay, so 858. Who's that? Area code 858. Yeah, that's Christy. Woohoo! Yay, yeah, Christy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Christy, what would you like us to do a reading on today for you? I am blocked in the muscle testing. I keep trying, and I just can't get it. So is there something oh, you can help question. me? Oh, good question. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, okay, so let me tap in here. Now, uh, which uh, which technique are you using right now or trying or practicing? Everything. <laughs> Everything? Oh, good for you. Good for you. I love it. I love it. Uh, and just so you know, for especially for other folks on the line, um, you know, did muscle testing come pretty easily to me? Mm, yes and no. Um, it came much easier than 
penduluming. Now, this is years ago. Oh, my gosh. 20 years ago? Oh, boy. It's been a while. Anyway, so 2000 and gosh, two, something like that. I, I'm with my spiritual teacher. We're in class, Christy, and we're, we're practicing penduluming, right? And I am like the achiever that I am. <laughs> Want to be the best, <laughs> okay? I'm studying, I'm trying so hard, and, you know, I want to be the most clairvoyant, you know, anyway. I'm not so much as competitive as I, you know, with others as I was then. Anyway, so I could not get this freaking thing to work. Could not get this thing to work. Everyone else is going easily. <laughs> it, was, it was, a yes was a no, a no was a yes. I mean, I, it was going all over the place, nothing consistent, and Me I too. was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared, okay, that I couldn't get it because, I mean, they're focusing on their own stuff, but I personally felt really embarrassed. So I said to the teacher, I'm like, what's going on? Like, I'm studying so hard and I'm making such an effort and I don't understand why this isn't working for me and it's working for everyone else. And she said, well, she's so kind. She's like, well, you know, my sense is that, my sense is that you are so sensitive in your body. You're so clairsentient that um, having another physical tool is almost like an, it's like having an extra arm. You don't really know what to do with it. <laughs> she says, you don't <laughs> need the pendulum. I was like, she says, just use your body. So I was like, first of all, she said exactly what I needed to hear because I was so self-judgmental at the time, right, and judging myself mm-hmm. as incompetent. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is this came up again, and we're going to do this test on you. It came up again a couple of weeks ago. So this is the big reveal, okay? And I'm going to do a Facebook Live on this uh, in the near future. So so I go to Soul Master Training with Ruth Rendley, and guess what they use? A pendulum. <laughs> now, Christy, you know I'm super fast, right, at muscle testing, right? Mm-hmm. Like boom, 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 right? Amazing. And I, yeah. Now I've, I've trained in doing, like, almost all the ones. I could do all of the all the finger ones, the sway one. I mean, every single one. Some of them took longer, but I, you know, practiced until my fingers hurt, and I, I got them all. Okay, the pendulum has not touched it in 15 years, right? Because I sucked at it, right? <laughs> so, um, so I said to one of my teachers, I said, uh, do you think the type of pendulum makes a difference? She says, well, I'm not really sure. You can muscle test it. So I said, okay, I will. And, and I muscle tested that the, um, the uh, petrified stone, uh, petrified wood, rather, the pendulum would work best. So I bought some petrified wood, and sure enough, it worked a little better, but not great, not great, okay? So here I am planning to take this thing on the trip. Well, guess what? I forgot it at home. And the teacher, <laughs> Ruth, gives me a pendulum. She, it was just crystal, which I've never been able to use, stone. And uh, she gives me one that she made for us, which is so sweet. And I can't use Right? She says, well, you know, it's going to take maybe six months for you to get it, right? So I'm, I'm trying to do this stuff in class, and I can't, I mean, it's going to take me three days to figure out the answer. So I'm doing muscle testing, right? And I'm like, okay, I'll practice at home. So finally I'm outside, and I said, okay, okay, there must be a good reason. I mean, I have the belief that I can use this if I choose to. You know, so I decided I was going to ask Source, what in the world am I missing here? <laughs> what are you trying to have me? Because I know sometimes things happen to me because I need to teach something. Does that make sense, Christy? Absolutely. So we're yeah. So one of the things is this that I was not compatible energetically with the pendulum. So we're going to test this. Okay. We're I know we're going to test the pendulum, but we're, there's a way of testing it for muscle testing too. This is brand new information. It's not in any of my training. Okay. It's never been revealed in public. This is the first time. There is more you can get. It's 
compatibility score. Okay, now I'll mm-hmm. do it for pendulum for you and for your muscle testing, body muscle testing. So I was only 60-something percent compatible with my pendulum. And nothing to do with what it was made of, well, sort of. It wasn't having to do with the person who made it. Okay, uh, it was an energetic okay. sensitivity that I needed to be compatible energetically, and that could be changed. That's the cool thing. So we can do a changing of that. And then, um, and I said, of course, I got myself like 90-something percent compatible, right? And then I forgot about uh-huh. it. And the next day I'm like, oh, yeah, I did that healing last night. What happened? So I grabbed the pendulum, and OMG, it starts. I said, show me, yes. It starts swinging big, huge swings. <laughs> show me now, opposite way. I'm like, yes! Freaking pendulum! Right? I'm so excited. My husband's like, you know, because of course he picks it up and it works perfectly for him, right? Like I couldn't. And so, and then I picked up Ruth's pendulum. Same thing. It works. It works. All right. And so now I can measure this compatibility. Now with the body, we're going to measure yours. So with the okay. body, what it is is a is um it's not really compatibility. It's not the right word. It's an energetic relationship. How happy is the energetic relationship between your entire energetic body and your Dantian, which is like your energy storage below your belly button. It's a Chinese medicine description for that. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's like a storage of energy. It's got multiple different properties in the Dantian. So there's a relationship between everything and everything. So, for example, there's a relationship between your liver and your gallbladder. There's a relationship between your liver and your eye. Okay, there's an energetic mm-hmm. relationship between, and of course, a physical relationship to some extent. We're talking about energetic relationships. So there's an energetic relationship between your entire body and your Dantian. So we're going to check that now. How happy is that for Christy? 10% happy. Okay, so we know that Ooh. that energetic relationship is not as happy as it could be. Now, we're very, very specific here. We're talking about muscle testing. So we're going to ask, what percentage are you having less than stellar, consistent muscle testing despite your efforts is due to this particular imbalance or unhappy relationship. 80%. Okay, so it's not wow. everything, but it's a big chunk. Okay, and that's only one mm-hmm. of the eight things, you know, we talk about in the training. But that is a biggie. That's the brand new one, the new kid on the block that we recently discovered. There's other things we talk about in terms of divine muscle mm-hmm. testing. And um, there is a, uh, in the Light Warrior Network and that Facebook group, also in the Light Warrior Support Group, um, under files, there's a divine muscle testing cheat sheet there. This is not in that cheat sheet yet, but all the other seven, well, more or less, most, most of those other things are in there. Do you want to check mm-hmm. that? Cheat sheet, you know, check it out. I think I um, probably did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So things like you know, hy- you know, hydration, leading energies, mm-hmm. you know, all you know, all, other kind of vitality, you know, things like that. I all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, check that. But for this, what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna go ahead and do this for everyone on the call, live or on the replay. So let me just check what percentage of people have an unhappy relationship between their Dantian and their energy body, 50, 40, 50, 21, 22%. Okay, and for all those people, does that make muscle testing less efficient or effective? I'm getting a yes. For every single one of them, yes, it does. So it makes them less accurate or less consistent? I'm getting a yes. Okay, so is there anything else we need to know about Christy in order to do this shift or healing? No, okay, we were going to do healing today, but we're going to do it anyway <laughs> because I think this would be, that you had a great example and I want you to be able to use that skill, you know, to get to the next level. 
Yeah. Are you coming to the event? I hope you are. I so hope so. We've got to manifest a whole bunch of stuff to get there, but yeah, I hope so. Okay. Yeah. So we want to see see yourself there. So you can see that when we do the next uh, the next exercise here. Okay. So so you can go ahead and close your eyes and just receive, and everyone else as well, even on the replay. So just just make in your intentions that you are open to receiving this healing to get these two parts yes. fully yes. talking yes. to each other and happy. So it's now commanded that your Dantian and your energy body be fully compatible and that relationship energetically healed and optimized, restored to 100% balance and health in the highest and best way in this and all other timelines where you exist with ease, speed, and grace. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, check up. You're welcome. Okay, so how happy is that relationship now for you, Christy? You Dantian and energy body, 50, 60, 70, 80, 95, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 99.12. Is it still rising? Yeah, still rising. Good. Is there anything preventing it from staying 100%? Getting a no. Okay, how long will you need to process this in order for that to show up in the physical realm? In other words, your muscle testing more accurate. One day, less than a day, one hour, two, three, four, five. Okay, five to six hours to fully process. And, and of course, make sure you have all the other things in place, your hydration, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, before mm-hmm. your muscle testing. And then, and then you can use triple healing and just say before you muscle test, I now command that, you know, my muscle testing be as accurate and aligned with divine truth as possible now. You know? This is amazing, that, Karen. That you're you're going to have to switch out my guide to you or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so will you please let us know on the network or PM me or something on Facebook in the next couple of days uh-huh. and let me know how the muscle testing is going? Okay. You willing to do that? Definitely, absolutely. Okay, excellent. If you don't, I will have Tasha chase you. <laughs> <laughs> My assistant, be like, Chrissy, Chrissy, Doctor Karen wants to see you. Great, I wrote down your phone number. You're in trouble now. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, great. So I'm going to mute you. <laughs> and let's just check with everyone else left here. Anyone who listens that uh, opting to receive that. Anyone have less than 95% happy relationship between their Don Tian and their energy body at this moment? No. Great. Woo-hoo. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay. So next, what are we doing, Source? Are we doing phone lines? No. Chat? Yes. Okay, chat. Okay, so Prem says, hi, Dr. Karen. I am all C's. Okay, she means Claire's, I think. And interesting, you mentioned reading as a superpower. Yes. I do have that. Yes. However, my eyesight with all the upgrades have blurred and gets in the way now. I trust spiritual sight more than my physical eyesight. Yeah. So one of the things we can ask is whether this is temporary or not. I don't know. And let's let's let go of any attachment so we can be more accurate in this. Am I allowed to test this for Prem? Yes. In terms of the eyesight being blurred, uh, is this for the highest and greatest good for it to continue? No. Are you allowed to have uh, good physical vision as well as inner vision? Yes. Okay, is the blurred vision related to what you're talking about, the spiritual upgrades, etc.? I'm getting a yes. So is this a temporary imbalance or something? Not, not an imbalance. A temporary stage? Yes. Of what? Of like um, harnessing your powers, honing them, developing, developing them, developing. Okay, yeah, and I've heard of that before too where there's a sense that uh, inner sense that needs to wants to develop, and the outer sense doesn't work as well temporarily, 
until that inner sense is, you know, more developed. Because what happens is our outer vision being so good, potentially, can sometimes distract us from our inner vision. So the more you trust and play around in a positive way with that inner vision, probably um, the quote-unquote faster, the blurry vision can recede or, or get uh, you know over that hump. So it's not that there's anything wrong per se or you know bad, but just it's a stage. So you kind of pretty much have that. See, you have that clear cognizance. You kind of already knew this. <laughs> yeah. So we're confirming that for you as well that the blurred vision, that you don't have to have blurred vision, uh, but that is the stage that you're going through and your inner vision is definitely, um, you know, getting up there. So now we want to have you balance those things, right? So one of the things that people can do if they do do divine muscle testing and they're pretty reliable is ask how balanced are all my clairs right now? So we'll do this one um, for you, Prem. How balanced are all your clairs right now? 50, 40, 30, 1, 2, about 32% balanced. So sometimes just with Topican healing, you can just rebalance them just in an instant. Uh, does it need rebalancing in the future? Probably, because we keep increasing our clairs. Some increase faster than others, um, depending on our dominance, our predispositions, our thoughts, things like that. So this is something that you'd want to recheck over time and uh, just keep them balanced. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a look. All right, so where are we going to now? The phones? Yes. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so Tina, I'm just reading Tina's chat here. Oh, she says she's been in tears yesterday since wanting to heal my dad. Great. Yeah, well, you know what? When we do our next exercise in a minute or two here, um, when you do the stillness, I'll show you exactly the fastest, quickest way to heal him without having to be a healer or being trained in the healing arts, per se. Is that a deal? <laughs> okay, so keep them in mind when we do the next exercise. Okay, so last person here, Source, who are we unmuting? Top half, bottom of top half, okay. This one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Okay, uh, gosh, I didn't write down Tina's number. I hope this, I don't know if this is you again. So 770, who's this? Area code 770. Hi, it's Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Hi. All right. Hi, what can we read for you today? Um, how much I'm linked in and, and present. Okay. Are there any? Uh, do you have a? Do you feel that you have a dominant superpower in this timeline? Like, what what would yours be? Of the Claire's, I mean. Um, knowing, which one was that? I just thoughts come into my Claire head. Claire knowing. Just, yeah, Claire knowing. Okay. I love it. Yeah, that's like if if somebody had Claire envy, that would be the one they would envy. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to check. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do similar to Tina. Uh, I hope that's what you're asking. If not, you can let me know. So we're going to check in, like, what percentage of the time, waking time, would you be uh, aware of that stillness so you could have your full powers intact and, you know, be able to fully harness them and manifest a different reality, and then what you're currently on average doing. Is that what you want? Okay, sure. 
Okay, yeah. So linked into the present, that's what, that's what the present is, is actually that being state. Because we cannot manifest if we're not in our bodies and if we are not present. That's the thing. We need to have all of our circuits in the present. Carolyn May said this multiple times in various different programs. Carolyn May says, you need to have your circuits in the present in order to manifest something different in the future. <laughs> so, uh, so let's check that. Okay, so for Leslie, what percentage of the time is it necessary or for the highest and greatest good for you to be aware of pure awareness during your waking hours in order to fully manifest your ideal dreams without any other effort other than being? 50, 43, 20, 10, 11. Okay, so 10%. Yeah, so most people it's going to be 9 or 10%. Okay, and uh, what percentage of the time in the last, um, should we do a week or a month? Okay, let's do a month in your case. Okay, what percentage of the time, waking time in the last month, have you been aware of pure awareness or stillness? 50, 43, 20, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.98, 0. 0.8. Okay, 0.8, so 0.8%. Okay, so you've got to get to, uh, not, not that you have to get to it, but that's your ideal, you know, it's 10%, so we want to work towards that. And are you fully able to do that? Yes, do you have all the skills you'll, or, or at least the abilities to do that even right now? I'm getting a yes. Okay, great. And is there anything preventing you from uh, getting that 10%? No. Okay. And then um, let's just check. Uh, okay. Let's see. What should we actually balance your, your clairs? No. Your potential? Yeah, let's do that score too. So we're talking about, you know, um, how, what percentage on average have you harnessed your full potential in terms of your superpower? So does God know what I'm talking about when I'm asking that question? I'm getting a yes. Okay, good. Okay, so we have to make sure we got all the verbiage correct. Okay, so what, what percentage of Leslie's full potential has she already reached in this body in this timeline at this time? 30, 30%? Mm, that's pretty darn good. 30% full potential. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. That is pretty darn good. Okay. All right, cool. Now, uh, Leslie, are you coming to my event? <laughs> I wish I could. Would you to come? Yeah, I wish you could too. Well, I, uh, my intention, if it's for the highest good, of course, I don't have full control over that, but is to um, make this an annual event. Um, an annual, you know, uh, we might call it something different. I'd like to call it, you know, a superpower event. But uh, right now it's called Light Warrior Training Camp because that's what they chose to name it at the Omega Institute. Uh, but I would love for it to be every year. So this would be like the the event of the year and that everybody can come and, you know, hang out and train and have fun and, you know, really amplify their superpowers and be able to manifest things gr with greater and greater ease. So is that helpful, Leslie? Uh, helpful to know that it's at 30%, um, but if it's only mm -hmm. in the Help. last month at 0.8%, um, what's my best way to be more in touch with it? Okay, so like I said before to Tina, um, same advice. So you're going to practice. So you're going to practice going into stillness multiple times a day, even for a minute at a time or even for three seconds at a time. You can do it through my way, through stillness or observing internal movement, which we're going to do just in just one minute. Or you can do it through Frank Kinslow's way, quantum entrainment. You can look up quantum entrainment or Frank Kinslow. But you have to have some way of reliably knowing what that feels like. 
to the point where at will I can say, Leslie, go, do it now. Are you aware of it now? And you'd be like, yep, there it is. I feel it, you know? So you'd be able to be that good at it. And everyone has that potential. It just, nobody's, just nobody told you that was important, right? When we were growing up in school, we were told that algebra is important. I'm sure it is. But <laughs> or calculus or, you know, physics or, you know, history. I mean, yeah, maybe they're important, maybe they're not. But in terms of us changing our lives to heal, to manifest, like, wonderful things, to make a difference, to do our soul mission, to have joy and have so much fun, you know, creating from scratch, this is the skill set that we need to train. So point eight, is, like I said, is above the average person, okay, uh, probably because you've been studying or you've been in the realm of, you know, spiritual stuff or involved in, in, in our groups or spiritual type groups in the past. So, again, higher than the average person. But we're talking, uh, yeah, it, it seems like a lot going from point eight to 10%. And uh, even though I know how to get there, I don't always remember to do it. So I, I asked last week what it was. Last time it was five percent, and that is fantastic. I think the highest I've gotten is maybe six percent um, in any one week, and that's the week I'm doing a lot of healing work because <laughs> I'm in that state while I'm doing healing. So it kind of forces me to remember to do it. So it's just a matter of remembering. That's it. Remembering and just being consistent. And in fact, today I got a really interesting number because um, I was asking about body shaping and manifesting different shape body shapes and things like that and I just double checked just about you know what percent of the time do I need to be aware of uh, stillness in the waking motion moment uh, sorry in the waking hours and the answer was not nine to ten percent first time ever that I've tested it's not nine to ten percent I thought whoa guess what it was it's eight percent I'm like huh and I asked God why is it eight percent why is it eight percent it's never been eight percent and I figured it out. It's because I practiced so much being in the new reality. My neural circuits and my energetic circuits already are practiced. It's as if it's already there. It's just inevitable. So it doesn't require as much time in that new reality, in that present state, to manifest what I say I want. Now, if I want something different, bigger, something I have not thought of before, then we're talking 90, 90% again. But uh, but it's pretty interesting. So brand new stuff, like literally. So don't give up. Let's go. Oh my God, I'm only at point eight. You know, no, don't go into judgment. It's just like it's more like, oh, okay. At least I know where I am, right? I know where I am. So now we set the GPS for where we want to go. And there's a little bit of faith and trust in there. So do some research. Do some reading. Try it out. You know, try my method. Try Frank's method. You know, and um, learn divine muscle testing. Test yourself. See where you're at. If you become more and more calm and things don't bother you as much, no matter what comes up in your world, financial or otherwise, you'll know that something is shifting and changing and you're in that space because that is the natural outcropping of being in that stillness. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, awesome. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you now so we can do our process. So the process we're going to share right now is the stillness through observing eternal movement. So what I'm going to have you think about right now before we do it. Now, Tina, what you're going to do is you're going to think about your dad. So what we're going to do is what is a future reality that you want to create? And here's the important thing. You need to pretend that you already have it so you know what it feels like in your body. Remember those clairs? You need to be able to 
feel and or see and or hear and or taste and or and or sorry uh, smell that reality as best as you can. It's not going to be perfect, right? I'm just putting on the spot right here. And what happens is that when we go into the stillness and you see that reality, you'll start. You'll have the blueprint for it. The blueprint is there, and then all you got to do is practice that minutes at a time, seconds at a time. I know some people say you have to 45 minutes a day. I'm not saying that necessarily in a row. <laughs> you know, you do a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time until, like I said, instantaneous. I say, go. Where are you? You're in your new reality. And you're like, oh, yeah, there it is, baby. I can feel it. Feels good. Woo! You know, that's your reaction. That's what it should feel like. If you can do that at will, you're well-trained. And if you can do that for 9 10% of your waking time, oh, my gosh, you don't need me. <laughs> you'll be on your own, your own, you'll be on your, own te- your teaching tour, right? You'll have your own Omega workshop, right? You'll be on Oprah, whatever, you know, whatever you want. So here we go. All right, so I want you to close your eyes, everyone. And I want you to see, hear, feel, sense an ideal reality that you wish to create. Maybe it's tomorrow that you want to create it. You know, maybe it's a relationship challenge that you have that you want better. Maybe it's a healing. For example, Tina's dad. You know, so Tina, you're going to see him happy. You're going to see him healthy. You're going to see him laughing. See him at his best. Feel that in your body with every fiber of your being. That's where you turn your sensitivity into a superpower, your ability to imagine and plug in that sense into your clairs. Maybe you, you know, somebody here wants more money. Maybe they want to show up at my event. They want so much to be at my event. That would be awesome, of course. You know, see yourself there. Look at pictures of Omega Institute when when we're done with this. You know, look at the campus. See yourself there. See yourself walking there. See yourself coming and giving me a big hug and saying, I did it, I'm here, woo! And I'd be like, yay, woo, right? <laughs> and we'd be jumping up and down and, yeah, yeah, all of that. So when you have that feeling, okay, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to tap back into that feeling. So if you are able to, uh, if you're not, that's okay. If you're able to stand right now and not trip over anything, I want you to like just like step up and down or jump up and down or you know just like just just you know bop up and down a little bit. We're going to we're going to give you a pre-work here before we get into the stillness. So just shake your arms, shake your legs or you know jump up and down or your heels up and down just gently. It doesn't have to be very violent. Okay, just get your body moving a little bit. Get that chi and energy flowing. And if you can't stand up, then go ahead and stamp your feet if you're sitting uh, a little bit or rub your hands really, 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 really strong, okay? Right? So you get some heat between your hands, okay? Now what I want you to do is now relax and stop. Close your eyes. Turn your attention into the inside of your body, underneath your skin. Feel the energy moving. You should feel some sort of movement. It should be buzzing or vibrating or heat or something. It could be your heartbeat. Now, you could feel this in multiple different areas of your body. I want you to travel area to area. Notice, don't judge, notice where it's the strongest, 
notice where you don't feel it as much. Don't judge it, just notice. Notice if it's traveling from one place to another. Notice the quality of that vibration. And as you're still physically, that vibration will start to be a little bit more subtle. See if you can follow it into that subtleness. Keep going. Keep paying attention to that as it gets finer and finer. And at some point, you may be able to even feel it even when you're completely still and not doing anything. Like you were just before we did all that exercise. Now we're going to give you an assist. An assist is, um, in this case, a way of, of touching your body so that you can pay attention better. So what I'm going to have you do uh, is, uh, and there's three points, you can use two or three points. It's actually very similar to uh, quantum entrainment, but not quite. What I'm doing is I'm taking one hand and I'm putting the pinky on or near the belly button. That's near your dantian. Then I'm stretching that hand so that the thumb is at the base of the xiphoid process, which is the bottom of your rib cage in the center. That's actually an acupuncture point. It's called CV15. And it's close to the mood point of the heart. The heart has nerves in it. The brain has nerves in it. The gut has nerves in it. So we're connecting all three nervous centers. And then the top, the other hand is going to go, and usually I use my thumb for under the rib cage, the pinky for the belly button. If you can't reach, it's okay. Just, just imagine a longer finger, <laughs> you know, uh, connecting those points. And then your opposite hand, thumb, on your third eye, between your eyes, between the forehead. So now what I want you to do is feel beneath your thumb and fingers any vibration or movement. If you don't feel anything, just feel what you don't feel. In other words, feel nothing. Focus on the nothing. You might feel energy traveling. You might feel these three areas kind of start pulsing. You might notice that the pulsing starts to be kind of similar in all three areas, like they're pulsing in coherence and conjunction with each other. Good. So if it's convenient, if you if your arms get tired, you can lower your arms. Go ahead and feed your new reality now. If you've just been paying attention to this the movement inside your body. Now go ahead and feed your new reality here. You're dropping that blueprint into the no thing, into the zero point. What does it feel like when so-and-so is healthy? What does it feel like when you have lots of money and can travel and making a difference in the world? What does it feel like to be perfectly healthy in all aspects? What does it feel like to have amazing, fantastic, loving relationships? So see if you can remember what that feels like in your body and open your eyes. This is the ideal. We don't always get to this, but this is the ideal. And it takes practice. 
Okay? So when you open your eyes and you still feel that, that calm, that joy, that even that peace, even if you feel nothing, nothing's good. Nothing's really good. <laughs> Be able to access this. Now we have training, of course, in various my other courses, uh, sensitivity, SOS, etc. you know, where we train this. But this, if you're going to do nothing else in the spiritual world, do this. My way or Frank's way or some other way, do this. Because this is the fastest, quickest way to make a difference in your life. And it's free. Hello, it's free. Yeah. And not to mention my meditation is free on Pure Light Audio, so check it out there. So again, this is the end of our show today. Thank you so much, everyone. Would love some feedback. Join me on the Light Warrior Network on Facebook. And remember to, you know, type in the three, uh, answer the three questions before we let you in. Make sure you're not there to, you know, self-make well or whatever. <laughs> you know, just, uh, you know, somebody assistance can accept you into the group. And give us some feedback, you know. Give us some feedback on how this feels, what you've learned today, what, you know, what difference is going to make in your life. And if you can come to the Light Warrior Training Camp, please do. I'd love to meet you in person. So lightwarriortrainingcamp.com, all one word. I will forward you to the Omega site, and uh, in the future it will forward to the, uh, our, our uh, website so you can learn more about the program, and then hopefully we'll see you in September. Lots of love, everyone. Bye for now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.